Hi guys, welcome. So I'm here today with my dear friend, Christina. She actually is Riley and my mutual friend. Um, but Christina and I went to UCLA together. Just like the moment I met Christina, she was such a kind and warm person. And I think we met freshman year, like briefly. Like yeah. we had a lot of circles that kind of overlapped. Now that we've graduated, we've actually gotten closer. So she's just like one of those people that consistently been there and like when she is there she's just whether she knows you really well or not has like always just been so kind and loving and so i really love that about her <laughs> she's also riley and my like i said mutual friend yeah. riley if you didn't see the last videos is just like busy running the world <laughs> so, yes so we're gonna kind of change things up where she comes back for segments here and then but in the meantime i'm gonna keep this going with amazing people like christina who have so much insight and wisdom to share and get different perspectives so yeah that's kind of what's going on riley's still she's alive still so. <laughs> um she's out there living she's not hiding in the closet um <laughs> she pops out <laughs> oh hey hey oh she's here she's also we have a lot in common we're she's also an actress she's a dancer I wish I could dance the way she did. And yeah, girl. Yeah. I'm I'm from Little Kentucky originally and I grew up dancing since I was seven. Um, and then went to UCLA, which is where we first met, and then we both are actors and in the industry and so it's been really cool we have a lot in common of course we're both christian mm -hmm. and we connect on a lot of different levels yeah and it's cool to be able to share kind of our journeys and like how we combine our spirituality in the industry that we're in yeah because it can be a very dark industry yeah. i feel like especially more recently just like you keep meeting a lot of people that just have really Good character. I think like when you ground yourself in your spirituality and your connection with God, mm -hmm. it helps you to to attract those people. Absolutely. So then all of a sudden you're like, wow, there actually is so much light in this industry and there's right. so many great people. Right. It's right. like having that mindset and staying grounded in it. Absolutely. And having something to stay grounded in too, then helps you just show up and be there for other people. Because I think one thing that I always really appreciated about you without even really knowing your beliefs or like your faith or your background was that you are someone that has always encouraged genuinely um, and build other people up because I think I mean as women in general society teaches us to like compete against each other and then when you're in a highly competitive industry it can be easy to be jealous or like try to knock someone else down and you're someone that just genuinely is so excited and like celebrate with people and I think having that faith to be grounded in it is what allows you to do that because it's not about you then it's about you know so you're gonna die so this morning uh -huh. i was praying uh -huh. and the big concept that came up for me was competition i mean i feel the same way about you it's yeah. like we support each other and you i mean i see you supporting all of your friends in all capacities but like when we realize through god that we're just it's unconditional love and we're yeah. all connected yeah in this world we're all connected and so like when you can really focus on love and focus mm -hmm. on supporting everyone. Like right. when, you know, I'm an, we're on auditions and you're waiting and people are on everyone's right. nervous being like, hey, like, yeah, you're gonna kill it. Or yeah. like, you look so beautiful. Yeah. It's like, it cuts the competition and that is what separates us from absolutely, God. Absolutely, absolutely. And like, in a weird way, then it comes back and blesses you because when you focus on other people, you don't have time to be focusing on your what nervousness you and like, oh, I'm so nervous about this audition. Yeah. 
a lot of times when you get out of yourself and you focus on other people, then you're like, the nerves go away. And yeah, that's so good what you said about like, you can't be connected to God without loving other people. Like it literally says in the Bible, you can't love God without loving other people. And I think a lot of times, you know, like I try to have grace for people when I feel like they're not encouraging me or loving me in the way that they can because if you don't have love for yourself and if you don't have like a relationship with God, it's kind of hard to fill out into other people. Like totally. if, you're, if your cup is not full, you can't spill out into other people. Totally. And that's also why I think like, which we both do and it's like a journey of figuring out what works for you but like having especially as an artist in the morning mm -hmm. your time where you're connecting with god you're praying you're meditating yeah to really like fill your cup up so that when you go out the rest of the day when you're auditioning when you're working whatever you're doing yeah. you can really like spread that love right and you have that grounding i find because i'm not perfect at it there's some times where i just have a really busy day and i like go 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 and don't really spend the intentional time I need to in the morning I notice those days I'll be like halfway through the day and I'll be like really frustrated and like getting irritated with people in yes, traffic yes. it's like really traffic, easy to get irritated LA. in LA but um <laughs> I'm like why am I getting so angry Kirsten and I realized like I didn't start my day right because I'm operating from like an empty cup so obviously I'm gonna feel like drained easier yeah. walk us through your morning routine I always love hearing people's okay. morning routines yes yeah my morning is my favorite now like it's definitely been a journey but now it's like oh I can't wait to wake up yeah I drink my coffee and meditate and pray so I'll get up and I'll of course get my latte yeah and then I will I start out my morning and I'll do a meditation like a fast breathing meditation to get my body warm and then what's like a fast a breathing meditation <laughs> I'm so curious so fast breathing it's like you do this really it's like <laughs> But like, <laughs> it's like someone walks into the room like, like, I'm hyperventilating. Like, hyperventilating or like having a baby or something weird. Hey, it's yeah. good practice. <laughs> yeah, so I do that. It's like an eight minute thing, but it tricks your body into thinking that you just worked out. So oh. it gets your butt, your the blood flowing and I feel more awake. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so good. So I do that and then I will do like another meditation and mm -hmm. then I start praying. Okay. And I'll do like a prayer and then I'll do like a journal and do like intentions, mm, right? Intentions so and, and what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And kind of that sets me up to be just like in a happy, like light, free spirit kind yeah. of headspace. That's awesome. What that. about you? I kind of have a similar routine. I wake up, I read, like I have a devotional that I read. So like I read that, it's pretty quickly like five minutes go to the gym, then I come back and shower and then I'll do like my journaling and like praying and yeah. read like like my reading for the day and like the Bible. Um, so like, I, but I think it's, I've noticed that I've done it the opposite. Like I get without working out first, I'm like just like mentally foggy oh, and I foggy. get like, yeah. I can't connect as much. I'll work out after, but you're so right. Yeah. Like, but like the, the fast, the interesting thing is like that fast breathing yeah. like gets you kind of in that space. Totally, and I think if you don't have time in the morning to work out or yeah. like you only have a few minutes, you do the breathing and you're like, okay, yeah, I got like a tiny little, yeah. little taste of Yeah, workout. yeah, Like if yeah. I don't have time to work out, I'll, I live really close to Blue Bottle, so I'll like speed walk to Blue <laughs> Bottle and I'll get my coffee okay, and then I'll like coffee. speed walk back. <laughs> Just to like get like the blood flowing. Yeah. Um, but there's this guy, his name's Robin Sharma, and he has a New York Times bestselling book. It's called The 5 A.M. Club. Oh, I've heard Have of it. Have you heard of it? I haven't read it though. I haven't read it, but I heard him on a podcast and it was really interesting. He's done like years of in-depth research talking to very successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, and asking them about their morning routines. Yeah. 
Um, and his whole theory is that like, and what the, they all have this like common ground of their morning routine yeah. and they all get up early and they all spend, like he breaks it into 20 minute like intervals. It's a 20, 20, 20 rule. So 20 minutes of like physical activity, getting your blood right. pumping, 20 minutes of some kind of meditation or prayer, and then 20 minutes of, oh my gosh, I forget the last 20 minutes. Physical, mental. Oh, and then 20 minutes of like something to um, work on your tangible skills, like bettering your mind like whether you're like studying something for 20 minutes or reading, or reading. Yeah. something to like, sharpen up your craft and that works really well for someone that has a classic nine to five where they only have maybe an hour in the yeah. morning to do that like totally. we're kind of lucky like we have like a more flexible day so sometimes i can spend more yeah. than 20 minutes working out and more than 20 minutes met praying right those things but um i just think it's interesting because like no matter what you believe feel like there's this common thread of just having intentional space in the morning. Totally. And from a Christian standpoint, like even it talks about like Jesus got up early all the time to get up and pray. And like as his ministry grew and he got busier, he actually spent more time with God. And right. I, I think it's, yeah, the logical thing is to be like, well, I'm busier. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have as much time to pray, but I actually think the busier you get, the more overwhelmed you get, the more you have to kind of work through. Yeah. And so the more you need that time to really be filled up and totally. have your cup be filled up so you can effectively spill into these new opportunities with love and not with like stress or anxiety, you know? Totally. And I think that also life is constantly changing, especially mm -hmm. for us, like our worlds, our day to days are like, you never know. Yeah. So you have to relinqu relinquish control and just give it to mm -hmm. God. But I think even with people who have nine to fives, you know, sometimes things happen and they shift jobs or whatever. Life's always changing. And so having something that you can hold on to yeah, that gives so you good. structure and that time in the morning to do kind of whatever your ritual is with God and with your meditation is so important. Yeah. Like to keep a person grounded throughout mm -hmm. Life's, yeah. life's freaking yeah. challenges. Yes. Life will kick you in the <laughs> Yes, ass. no matter what industry you're in. I yeah. Mean, and I think that's so true. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish sometimes that I did have a nine to five because there's so much structure and like a lot of when I do feel anxiety it's because things are in flux. Yeah. But even that can change. Like people that have nine to fives are not like immune to changing and life circumstances changing. But like the thing that has given me peace, like as my spirituality has grown and my relationship with God has grown, is like the more I actually do have a structure in my day, when I can't control what auditions I'm gonna have, mm -hmm. I can't control if I'm booking or working, but I can control that I'm happy because I'm spending that time and having that structure in my day. Yeah. I think as human beings, like, we do need structure. Totally. So like finding those ways and those routines. That can't be taken away yes. from you either, no matter what. One, mm -hmm. one time like, probably a couple years ago when I was going through a hard time, I had a therapist tell me that. She was like, you have to create some sort of foundation for yourself that no one can take away from you. Yeah. No no person, no job, no nothing, because it's yours. Mm -hmm. And that's so it's important in relationship with God. Yeah. That's what it is. I love that. That's amazing. So the other thing that I think is really important is like once you have that relationship with God and like your structure that like no one else can take away from you, then obviously we're created for a relationship, like we're meant to do life together. So then it's like operating from that place of like, I'm full and now like I wanna be really intentional about the community around me. And I know that you've had a similar journey to me just in terms of moving to LA. Did you know anyone when you moved here? Did I know anyone? 
<laughs> yeah, so like we both, I didn't know anyone either. Like I just yeah. like blindly like, went to UCLA, am. like here we are. And UCLA was such a blessing because yeah. it was an instant community. Instant. Massive but, though. Massive. So that's the other thing is like, it was instant community, but it also could have been passive and some of my relationships there were a bit passive, I yeah. think. Um, whereas like once I graduated, I kind of had to take stock of like, okay, like I have these close friends from UCLA mm -hmm. and then I was out in the world and I had like my friends from acting and then you're like in this place where for the first time you have to be very intentional. Yeah. Like you don't have kind of that buffer of community. People that just been, all around you. Yeah. You can just yeah. Cause even growing up, like you have your hometown and yeah. you have your middle school friends and you have your high school friends and you have your college friends and you're out in the world and you're like, okay. I'm here now. It's an opportunity to be super intentional totally. about building communities. So totally. what what has your experience been with like with building community and how has it shaped your journey? I think that's, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> I even wanted to talk about that too. Good. Um, so I would say that like when we were at UCLA, I feel like I was kind of floundering around. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really know who I was. Right? Yeah, I was right there like, with you. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, here. We're in LA. Yeah, so I was like definitely kind of not sure who I was really, but I thought I knew I was, but mm -hmm. you know, and you hang out with a lot of different people and yeah. just kind of going with the flow. And then I think that the, the past like two years since we've been out of school really, I've, it's been like that work on myself mm -hmm. has then shifted my outer world. Mm -hmm. And so I've started to feel like I really love myself and that in that sense, like I, and more protective, I guess you mm -hmm. could say. It just as you yeah. said, like finding healthy boundaries. And and when I like have, have these different friends, I'm like, do I want to invest time in these people? Are they really making a difference in my life? Like, are they adding value to yeah. my life? Um, how do I feel after I hang out with them? Do right. I feel full? Do I feel drained? Mm -hmm. And that I think is like when I do, we don't have much time off, mm -hmm. and people think like, oh yeah, we're just in LA, like. Like taking Instagram no. photos and like chilling. I like no, it's no. a freaking hustle. Yeah. I know this girl like works a million different jobs. Like it's producing, directing, acting. Like you're doing so many things all the time. You and too, though. It's like it's such it's a, amazing. Some yeah. tapes, like it's it's a struggle, but yeah. amazing struggle. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a blessing, but it's just totally. It's yeah. There's not much time. So, yeah. So it's like when you do have time off, like you wanna you wanna fill your fill filled and you want to mm -hmm. feel inspired mm -hmm. and I think that's like the depth for me it's like depth like right. the people I'm hanging out with like I want to have deep conversations with yeah. I like have so much fun but also like yeah, I'm getting value yeah like exactly yeah. it's not just like a casual like oh we're like going to this bar and just mm -hmm. whatever talking about shallow stuff like yeah. I don't I don't want to waste my time anymore talking about like drama or this yeah. or that not that like we did that a yeah lot, but, but you just, you can, I feel like as we grow, it's like you continue more and more to really be intentional about what your time looks like mm -hmm. and what you're talking about and what you're doing. Absolutely. Loving yourself yeah. then kind of informs like who you're hanging around. Mm -hmm. And it's like the decisions you make, the people you hang out with, I think is like a direct reflection of like your totally. self value. And sometimes it can feel selfish, like taking time for yourself and saying no to yeah. people. But, and you get afraid, I, I, I struggle with this, like, cause I definitely know I'm, I'm a people pleaser. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> and it's like, I will 
I'll start stressing. I can get anxiety like, oh, my friends are gonna disappear or like I'm not, I'm not being there for them. So like, I don't wanna lose friends, but mm -hmm. you realize that like the, the true deep connections, like they're always gonna be there totally. and they understand yeah. what yeah. you're doing. And like, they, they understand that you have to, you have to pour into yourself. Absolutely. And it's like when, when you're setting those boundaries, it's because you're still operating from a place of love. Yeah. You just gotta love yourself first. Yes. It's like, you're not cutting these people out or not hanging out with them because of any like ill intent or any like malicious totally. intentions. But anybody that takes it that way is clearly not in a place of being whole and like loving themselves yeah. or really wanting the best for yeah. you. So sometimes when you do set those boundaries, it makes you kind of aware of like who really is your true friend. Totally. And it gives people respect for you too. I mean, just from a professional standpoint, mm -hmm. there's been times in my career where I've been afraid to say no to things. Like I had an audition like recently that I said no to because I just didn't feel comfortable with like what it required. And, of course, that's, um, yeah, that's a whole other... Yeah, and it's hard because it is a competitive industry and mm -hmm. um, last year was like pretty slow for me with auditions. So I was like kind of coming from this place of scarcity. Like once I started getting all these auditions this year, I was like so thankful for it, but I wanted to say yes to everything. And I felt like I hadn't reached that point in my career where I can say no to things. But then I really had to check in with myself, like my self-worth and like how mm -hmm. I value myself is more important than any role. Like I'm not gonna like sell my soul for this role. So I said no, and I actually think it gained respect from, you know, like my team. And we've talked about this before, like in our small group, but like your best testimony of your character and the way you live your life is sometimes more in what you say no to than what you're like saying yes to and what you're promoting. So I think it just gains respect. Totally, it's like during the journey, there are the easy decisions or the decisions you maybe wanna make. Mm -hmm. And then there's the harder decision that or the choice that God wants you to make. That's yeah. on your, like your most authentic path. Mm -hmm. And I think that whenever you make that harder decision, there's always a reward. There's totally. always a blessing. Totally. And then that's like almost, in my experience, it's kind of God's way of being like, okay, here's a treat. Like, yeah. you're on the right path. Yeah. And so whenever I make these really hard decisions, that, and, I, and I know I'm doing the right thing that God wants me to do, I'll feel like this sense of like kind of free, yeah. freeness afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then like something really Bigger great comes. will happen. Yeah. And it's like those moments I think are experiences that God's giving you to strengthen your faith. Because yes. when you say no, you really do have to be operating out of place of faith of like, if, if I really feel like God wants me to say no to this and I also feel like he's called me to pursue this career, then mm -hmm. I need to have faith that something bigger and better is coming. And like it's, have you seen, I've seen on Instagram before this little girl and she like has a, a teddy bear, like a small teddy bear in her hand and she's like, but I really want it. I like really love it. And then God is like, has like a bigger teddy yeah, bear behind his back. And I think it's such a good visual representation because we're all just scared that yeah. all kids like, but I don't yeah. know, like this seems like, God yeah. Help me. yeah. And then when I said, so that example I gave of like the thing I had to say no to, then the next week I got like the biggest audition of my life for like my dream role and I was just like, it was again that direct reward of like, you made the right decision, oh here God. you go, you're on the right path, keep That's, going. It's incredible. Um, and he, yeah, he does that. I think our career, like being in an industry where you're an artist is like, it's like the true testament of faith <laughs> and just blindly following like I, 
I know that God's going to lead me and help me to create and inspire and be be fulfilled, but I don't know what that looks like. And I yeah. know, and to me, it's like being in this industry actually has grown my faith and created my faith mm -hmm. in a way that nothing else ever could. Absolutely. And it's on the daily. Yeah. And it's ironic because like Hollywood is known to be such like a dark yeah. place, a producer <laughs> that I really, I've read his books, like look up to him, Devon Franks. I don't know if you're familiar with his yes. work. Yeah. yeah. But he like, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Devon, but he has this book called the Hollywood commandments. And it talks about how like everyone in his community that he grew up with in church was like, you're going to go to Hollywood. That's like the devil's playground. But this whole book was about what he learned in Ho what he learned about God in Hollywood oh my God. and how it's so amazing. Yeah, it's just so you should. It's so good. Yeah. But I really do think like my faith has been honed and strengthened and mm -hmm. developed mm -hmm. by just pursuing this. And look at you now. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you you know this, if you hadn't been in this industry and and been following this path, maybe you wouldn't be right now doing these videos and actually yeah. like you're impacting so many people. I'm paid so to say that, guys. I, okay. <laughs> I was not paid for this advertisement. <laughs> uh, but thank you for saying that. I mean, it's, it's, it. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, I think that's important to realize too. That you know, I had on my heart from a young age, like acting was the thing. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm still pursuing that. But I had to be open to other ways that like God maybe wanted to use me, mm -hmm. including this and like including the producing thing mm -hmm. and and. Um, and then those things have actually, like the producing thing has like opened up doors for acting. So it's like, I think sometimes it's so easy to get focused on like, and have yes, blinders on totally. to the one place I'm gonna go. But throughout the journey, like God might lead you down other paths that you mm -hmm. didn't think you're gonna go down. Have yeah. you found that, cause then there's been times where I'm like, well, if acting was what he wanted me to do, then like it would be really easy. And like, right. why aren't these doors opening? Right. But right. I think sometimes those doors aren't opening cause he wants to take you a different path to like, down that path, maybe you're gonna develop some more character or learn other things that you're gonna need. Cause each person's calling is unique. Mm -hmm. Even though we're both called to be actresses, my calling is gonna be slightly different than yours. Like my purpose is gonna yeah. be slightly different than yours. And so there are certain, like we're all so custom made and unique. Mm -hmm. We need to learn certain things that like maybe I need to learn different than you need to learn. Totally. Because they're not, we don't have the same That's exact That's exactly calling. what we're talking about earlier with like the competition and yeah. realizing that we're all connected we all have these different skills and things that we're going to offer the world Absolutely. but like in the end we're all connected totally and I think it's like you're saying like it's kind of like a maze yeah and for me it's been I I think a big thing for me I, I've realized is like wherever I am like when I'm on set or I'm shooting something usually the same thing <laughs> it's same, the, you know, same thing yeah um it's like I I feel like I'm I'm supposed to be there because I'm supposed to speak into other people's lives yeah. and like spread love and light mm -hmm. um, and I think that that is another way that you can look at it in terms of when you do book something you don't it, it was meant for you or it wasn't right and like you're supposed to if you're on set you are supposed to be there yeah whatever you're doing you are you're meant to be there yeah. and you know that wherever you go like you have such a light that yeah. impacts so many people and yeah. so when you're on set like yes you are your talent is incredible and you're supposed to be there because yeah. you are that role, yeah. but also it's bigger than that. Right. You know, we're impacting so mm -hmm. many people. You don't even realize like the, the like PA, mm -hmm. you talk to him and you like make him smile and yeah. it's like that makes his day or like yeah. really shifts his life. Totally. So that and yeah. And then that whole mindset frees you up mm -hmm. because in an industry that is so like, 
pressure cooking and like so high stakes time ball. Yeah. I remember my first like big role that I had um, and it, I was on set. Yeah, and lifetime I was like, movie. <laughs> I'm sitting on set and I'm like, ah, like you feel it's like the imposter syndrome where you feel like I'm not meant to be here and like they're yeah. gonna find out that I'm it not good. Starts. Like how did I trick them to be? And then this really sweet guy who actually was like the editor, or he's begun to be editing the film, so he was on the set. So he comes up to me, he's like, you're doing such a good job. And he said, you know, like, you're meant to be here. And he was like, they hired you because you're the role. Yeah. And like, it's you. It's you. And I think one thing about producing that's helped me is it's helped me zoom out and see all pieces mm. of the picture and see where you fit in and see like they hired you because they want you to come do a job. And like, as a people pleaser, a lot of times you want to be pleasing like the directors and the producers, right. but actually what will please them is if you just go and you have confidence and embody that like I was hired to be a professional actor, just like they hired a professional lighting person. Mm -hmm. I'm here, I know what I'm doing. And also it's bigger than the role. I'm here to just be a light. And yeah. so when you have that mindset, it's really not about the role. It frees you up to not be anxious about like, am I doing this? It's like, so true. Yeah. It's so true. And just like as you said, it's not it's not like all the pressure's on this one opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's just just enjoying the experience. Right. And like just playing. Right. At the end of the day, it's, it's like we get to play yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. It's so And amazing. I just thought of this too. That guy, the editor who came and encouraged me, it wasn't about him being there to edit. It was about yeah. him encouraging people. And in that, that was such a pivotal moment for me in my career. Exactly. Like really violent. He, and probably doesn't, he probably doesn't even know. But then like how many times have you done that to someone by being on set and you don't even know the way that you've inspired them. So like you said, it's all connected. And the more that you can realize that and like get out of your head, then the yeah. more it just becomes enjoyable. It's so crazy. Yeah. I was on set um, a couple months ago for this print job and this girl, like we started talking, we hit it off. This girl, is, is her name's Mimi. She's watching this. She's 20, like so deep, so spiritual, so incredible. And she just like start talking and then she just gives me at the end of the day hands me this book it's called intuition that was her book and she wrote inside she was like i feel guided to, by god to give this to you wow and i read the book and like it changed my life wow i needed everything yeah. in that book was what i needed right then in my life wow and like that so awesome. just that one act of kindness yeah shifted everything for me yeah and that's such a powerful testimony because a lot of times you might feel nudged to do something and to you it might feel insignificant. Like, yeah. or like this you person feel this book or feel weird. Like you don't shut it. For me, like I never want to like shove it down people's throats. Yeah, totally. But a lot of times, like when you just start you're coming from a place of love, it's not. Yeah. It's not that. Okay. And then you never know how it shifts someone. Totally. Yeah. I think you're right. It's like when you feel guided, that mm -hmm. like little voice that's like, you should do this for the person. Mm -hmm. Just doing it. And I think the more you just do it, the yeah. more it gets easier it's like to a do. It's yeah. 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 <sighs> so I'm so grateful, Christina, for you being here today. You are such like a light. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like you're just so encouraging. You make the journey that we talked about that can be so hard. Like you make it easier and you do that for everyone. So thank you for doing that for me every day and sharing that with everyone that's watching, hopefully. Yes. Um, and thank you everyone who is watching and who has continued to watch. Yes, thank you. And yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for this amazing human in my life. Like we've kind of reconnected after like knowing each other for a while and like 
we're both in the same season yeah. and it's just, it's such a blessing to get to know you and like grow together in yeah. like our creative world, spiritual world yeah. and like social world. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, um, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about today, we'd love to hear your comments. Um, comment on YouTube or Instagram, wherever this is. Yes. And it always inspires us too, to like inform what we're gonna be recording next time. Um, so if you have any requests for future videos, for future guests, um, I'll let you know when Riley's coming back. Yes, Riley. And, yeah. It's a big question of the day. Yeah. Um, but thank you again so much and thank you, Christina. Yes,